lived that life of a hustler These are words of wisdom, take heed Listen He grew up a little screwed up Got introduced to the game Got an ounce and then he blew up all of a sudden, he's the crack king, sporting mad bling. Pinky ring flooded, watching the big chain. Around the way, he be stacking chips by moving bricks, and he don't care who he's hurting with his product. His wife be at home, she's begging him to stop. But he can't stop, he's making that guap by flooding up the block. Three in the morning, now he can't sleep. He heard them kids from up the street, are hunting for him, packing mad heat. They rolling deep in the Benz Jeep Wanna shoot him up, put the chase up And chop him into 50 piece Now that's the life when you in the streets You think you on top, but then you face jail Or even rest in peace And there's no coming back when you decease And outside of Christ, you won't find rest Because there is no peace The life of a hustler, American dream But not everything you see is really what it seems This is the life of a hustler Coke and weed, crystal meth, LSD Now the kid is making major paper He moved out the project tenements to a condo in the skyscraper The opposition, they keep turning haters Because overnight, he became a success A mover and shaker, his lifestyle is greater He thinks he's got it all He got the money, the cars, got the jewels and bras In all the hot spots, he's considered a star When he goes out to the club, he buys out the bar But listen, not everything is really what it seems The life of a hustler, y'all, the American dream Where I seen good people Turn to overnight fiends and little kids I've Kill seen, others man. just to get that ring He had a strong team, but nothing lasts forever Was a Christian once, now he thinks this life is better He's getting cheddar, but I have a question is though What it is to gain the world, but then lose your soul The life of a hustler, American dream But not everything you see is really what it seems This is the life of a hustler, coke and weed Crystal meth, LSD, and bottles of weed The life of a hustler, American dream, but not everything you see is really what it seems. This is the life of a hustler, coke and weed, crystal meth, LSD, and So pay attention to this tale that I'm spitting. Life in the streets, young kids, it ain't what you've been thinking is either. You go to prison or a tag on your toe just with you. Moving them bricks or a couple of O's, you jeopardize your life and your integrity too. Not to mention now the feds black are looking for you. Just for you wildin' out, thinking you living the good life. The money is so nice, but the hood is so trite Back to this kid, and with this I conclude Them boys from up the block came around looking for two They found him posted up, chilling on the stoop and whatnot Five shots to his knot, they watched the kid drop He was 19, living the American dream But not everything you see is really what it seems Them good people that I said turned to overnight fiends Those were his parents so distraught, now they using them things The life of a hustler, American dream But not everything you see is really what it seems This is the life of a hustler Hustler, coke and weed, crystal meth, LSD, and bottles of tea. The life of a hustler, American dream, but not everything you see is really what it seems. This is the life of a hustler, coke and weed, crystal meth, LSD, and bottles of tea. These are words of wisdom for the streets and for all these young kids running crazy out there thinking they're gonna live a life of a hustler. I pray you take heed to these words.
Yo, check it out. Uh, we're testing some new equipment here, so just let me know if it sounds, you know, good, if it sounds loud or too soft. Hit us up in the chat room. Just go to rapfestradio.com. Alice is in the chat room. Let her know how it sounds. Hopefully, I get a thumbs up on the audio. I think it's, I, I'm hoping it sounds, it looks like the levels are working here. I'm just, you know. Looks good. It, you know how it's supposed to look? I know how it's supposed <laughs> to look, man. I watch the media team at church, you know. Nice, <laughs> nice. Yo, we have Omar here. He's hanging out with us today. Omar is known as O the Prophet. So why don't you, you know, introduce yourself, let people know a little bit about you, and then we'll dig in. Uh, what's up, everybody out there in Rap Fest Radio Nation land? Um, my name is Omar Lily, aka O the Prophet. Um, Sounds good. Just a dude that loves the Lord. That's that's about it, man. It's it's nothing much else to say. You know what I mean? Just a dude that loves the Lord. Just a dude. That Thank loves you for the watching. Lord. Tune in next week. Well, we'll have another we'll dude that loves you. the Lord. We're done. We're out. <laughs> that was a quick interview. Oh, yeah. man, Omar, I'm just a dude that loves the Lord. That's about it. That's about it, man. I mean, nah. What? What more can I say? Um, right now, I'm just just you know just focus on on um. On bringing the truth of the Lord to the streets, and you know, I know that a lot of people, the name of the prophet, a lot of people frown upon it. But um, why? Uh, why? Because a lot of people are like, well, you made you a prophet. I know why. <laughs> it's because of Q the prophet. May, no, no. Actually, <laughs> you know what's funny is that that I, I I had this name and I hadn't met Q yet. Oh and really? Then, yeah, and then I actually met Q on on face on MySpace. And he was like, what's up, fellow prophet? And I was like, cue the prophet. I got to change my name. I got to change wow. my name. But, nah, it, it stuck, and I went with it. And um, Q is cool with it. I'm cool with this. So, shout out to Q the prophet, by so the way. So, you would have done, if it, you would have been P the prophet, we would have had him off for some P's and Q's. Oh, man, come on, bro. You're killing me, bro. Well, A the prophet, we could have had a Q&A session. <laughs> you in the alphabet game. That's what it is. <laughs> Yo, the alphabet game was crazy. Alphabet game is done. Uh, JD got some other game up his sleeve. I don't know what. Okay. He put a video blog out. Right. Um, I just got to be careful. It's, it almost seems like a cult now, you know? Yeah, <laughs> man. It's like, it's like that, that uh, Mafia Wars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow we're going to look for the letter G. You know, make sure you spot a nice G. Yo, uh, so what church do you fellowship at? Oh. Um, I go to La Iglesia Nueva Manicela El Mosa with... My apostles you know, are... You know you just flipped a whole bunch of people. Yeah, yeah, oh, my bad. <laughs> like, gotcha. <laughs> um, Iglesia Nueva Manicela Hermosa, the, the apostles are um, Jose E. Lopez and Maria Lopez, Maritza Lopez, my bad, messed up my pastora's name. And, oh, um, disciplina. Yeah, Disciplina. <laughs> it's on 166 in Morris Ave, so... If you're looking for a church, the fellowship, whatever, come through, visit us, you know. And um, How long you been at that church? Uh, wow. I first landed there about eight years ago. Mm. And then I had left because I had backslid for a few years. And actually, I've, I've been back for five years solid, you know. Nice. So um, I'm not going back. I'm not going back outside. Yeah. So... You know what I mean? The Lord uh, had to straighten me out, straighten your boy out. And now uh, my wife and I, actually, the youth passes there. So we're just um, holding it down, man, until, you know, until God wants. 
Oh, that's nice. So, so you work as youth pastors there. That would have been my next question because I like to know what people do outside of just rap. You know, yes, it's Rap Fest Radio, and we'll talk about the music later. If there's even any music available or whatever, who cares really? Yeah. You know, because the main thing is is, is our heart. <laughs> Are you all right over there? You having fun in the chat? Bert said that because I ain't got much music. That's why. Oh. That's all right, Bert. Oh, oh, that's all right. <laughs> Oh, wow. Wow. Here we wow. are. Got me. Okay. Welcome to Café Con Leche. Okay. Com. Yeah, that's okay. how we roll. Don't worry. Those are my people from New Birth. Shout out to New Birth, New York. It's okay. <laughs> you should see when he raps on stage with Malachi. <laughs> then we talking. Right? What I told you. We look like hot chocolate and marshmallows. That's what it is. But, but at the end, it sounds real good, you know? Man. But, uh... Yo, we love to have fun here, man. Yeah. We had we had Pastor Jose on a couple of weeks back, and yeah. we build with him a bit. And you know, we had a great time at his ministry outreach that they did. Definitely. The uh, Contagious, yes, was a was a dope event. Revolution, yeah. yeah, it was it was it was awesome. You know, it was a, it was a nice spot. You know, we we spoke a lot, shared a little bit about you know my review. I gave him my review of the mm-hmm. event, and not suggestions, but just ideas that I had that could hopefully help them for the future. Yeah. We're looking forward to building with them as well. Man. But uh, I saw you were part of that, so you. Like, everybody rolls with a certain, not a certain circle, but there's certain people that you're always connected to one way yeah. or another that, that you know at any given moment you could turn around and they'll help you or you'll yes. help them. Like, who are those people in your life right now? Um, right now, definitely. You've got to say your wife first. De- well, yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm just helping you out. She's not that good looking out. I can't edit that. I can't edit that on, on tape too well. When you say somebody else first, I can't make it sound nah, like that. No, no, no. They're looking out. That's what's up. Yeah, but definitely my wife first. Um, my beautiful wife, Luz. And, um, you know, aside from her encouragement and, and, and her ideas and things like that, definitely Pastor Jose Cruz from New Birth, New York. Um, tremendous man of God. Uh, I met him I was about two years ago. And, okay. and whatever he has, anything going, I'm there. You know, even if I'm not a part of the event, Per, you know, per se, but I'm just whatever I can do to help them you mean, out. You go to other events you're not rapping at? Yeah, I do, I do. That's but, you know, crazy. For a fee, though. It's like they haven't, you ever heard about the, those people in the awards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The seat fillers, the seat fillers. As soon as a celebrity goes yeah. to the bathroom, you take their seat. I I'm go, like, so, yeah, you know, I mean, Joey gives me an friend that just for going. <laughs> nah, let me stop. Let me stop, man. But nah, nah, I'm going. Um, I just like to show support and encourage um, any ministry that, that, that I share in their vision hmm. or that I see that they're serious about what it is that they're doing. You know, um, also um, another person, Pastor Jack Redman. Oh um, yeah, I met him about three years ago, and um, I, I dare call him Wild Man Jack Redman. Yeah, wild, that, that brother <laughs> is wild, man. He came. We had um. On the road to RevGen, which was actually mm-hmm. two weeks prior to RevGen, um, he came over to our church and we did a little youth rally promoting RevGen, and he went crazy in there. The youth went, they, they, it was bananas. He's like a Stone Cold Steve Austin type. Yeah, never so imagine we had him preaching, and then we had extraordinary worship leading the worship. Oh, nice! And we didn't get out of there till like one thirty in the morning. And wow. the event started at, at 7.30. So, yeah, it was one of those old school. Yeah, joy, yeah, yeah, it was we crazy. Were, hey, we were just at one of those, uh, what's the name of the family? Christian Center in New Rochelle. Mm. I believe that's the right name. If it's not, forgive me. On Main mm. Street, 562 Main Street. Go check them out. Beautiful location. Uh, we were just there Friday night. They had an all-night prayer rally. And 
It started at what time did it start? At seven. At, it started at nine o'clock. We left early because we had to take care of some things. Yeah. My son didn't. My sons didn't get home to like almost four in the morning. They wow. were there till three thirty. Wow. You know, but it was straight up worship. You know, mm. I love to be able to go to a place where they freely worship. Yes. You know, not going crazy. You know, not out of control. Freely worship. You know, on your face type worship. Yes. Uh, yes. No, no restrictions. You know yes. how some churches you got the the leaders are going like, we gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> this was just straight up. You know, playing yeah. some worship songs, and they were vamp. If you know music, they were vamping on two chords mm-hmm. for like maybe an hour and forty-five minutes, wow. and just freely worshiping. and And it was a really nice, you know, for me, it was like a like a, a nice sit back and just fill up, fill ourselves definitely, up for it because yeah. you need that. Yeah, definitely. you know. But uh, I love when you get to a place where you could just worship, man. Yeah, I mean that's how that's how I grew up. You know, to be honest with you, I didn't, I wasn't born and raised in church, but I came. I knew of God at a young age, not not saying that I knew him personally, but, you know, because I was just a kid from the street. My mom's involved in a whole bunch of things. My family, we grew up a certain way. But when I landed in church, um, I landed in this church in Manhattan called um, Iglesia Pentecostal Monte Calvario. And um, the way there's like twelve of those. Yeah, yeah, no, but this this was this was, <laughs> but this one in particular it was a place where I started growing. And even though I was in and out, but one of the things that I loved about this church was the fact that when I was a youth back then, the the worship was it was a free thing. We would have youth services, and would start at eight at night, and sometimes we would get out of there at four in the morning. Wow. You know, it was just wow. something phenomenal, and, and and um, that's why now I'm able to just appreciate and not limit the Holy Spirit, and say whatever you want to do, God, just do it. You know. And you're older now, so you can leave whenever you want. Yeah, yeah, I'll leave the young people there. <laughs> right, listen, I gotta work tomorrow, please. Yeah, that's why we do our events on Saturdays, so we won't have yeah, no. Yeah, but nobody comes to church on Sunday because they're tired, and you're in the past, right? Man, yeah, that's all good. No, but you know, we um, we we've interviewed many different ministries here uh artists managers videographers we even had comedian chris up here uh, we had the bristol's brothers from salem mm. uh they came up in here and one of the things i like to do is find out what what was the turning point in your life because you said you 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 stepped away from the lord for a while and then you came back but what made you make that final decision to say i'm not going back anymore My, the lord bribed me for real, he dangled, <laughs> he dangled my wife in front of me. He was like, "You want this? <laughs> Come back to me now. Let me stop." But, uh, <laughs> oh, but no, wow. um, the turning point for me, honestly, was wow, man. How can I begin? It was just plain and simple, man. I was just tired, tired of um, tired of running, tired right. of feeling empty. You know, tired of, you know what it is, I. I don't know, man. It's like when you're a kid and, and you're like, you have like this little boy crush, but right. you you never forget about the person. Right, right. When you're a kid, like you're in that adolescent stage of that puppy love. Well, that's how I felt with God. I was just like, wow, man. You know, thinking about him gave me butterflies in my stomach, but I wasn't serving wow. him. So it was just returning back to that first love where where I was like, man, I miss, I miss God and I miss being in his presence. And um, that was my turning point, you know, just feeling empty, you know what I'm saying? Looking for love in all the wrong places. I wasn't married then, so I was just wilding out. Did you ever Did you ever sit back now and think, 
what was it that pushed you away from God? I know exactly what it was. And and this is where it's funny you ask that, man, because this is a long story. And this is where the name Older Prophet. Well, we finish at nine, so. (laughs) This is where the name Older Prophet comes from. Um, It was actually. It was actually uh, a friend of mine that I that I met. Um, I won't mention his name to protect his family and all of that. But um, a friend of mine that I met, um, I was questioning God after 9-11 because I used to work at the at the towers. And after that, I was placed in New Jersey, you know, to work there. So this was like out of my way. It was crazy far. It was I had to wake up right. extremely early. So I was questioning God for a whole year. What is the purpose of me being here? You know, why do you have me here? You know, right. and um, the Lord was just giving me the silent treatment or not really. All the signs were in front of me, but I refused to look at at them or whatever the case is. And right. then I met this dude, tremendous, extraordinary, crazy personality. And um, he just walked in with a loud mouth. And he was a he was a Irish dude of Lanquito. And um, I looked at him because his personality demanded that attention. Mm. And then that's when the Lord said, that's why you're here. And I said, okay, that's why I'm here, but you're not telling me anything. And um, I would say about two days after him and I chopped it up, um, the Lord in my house, I was praying, and the Lord said, I want you to tell this person, give them this message. And um, I was like, what? Are you crazy? Nah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm not telling him that. Find somebody else to tell him that. And um, the Lord was, I was just wrestling with the Lord and a week went by and, uh, you know, it, the, what happened was that the person was saved and um, he backslid. And what happened was that he was in ministry, but he was nice. Like he rapping, he was just crazy nice. And for a white boy, people saw it like that, you know, because right, right, right. Like people, yeah. it's a stereotype. Yeah, it's a stereotype. So this dude was nice. So what happened was that he backslid. And he signed a contract with an independent label to, um, you know, to put a, a record out secularly. Hmm. And the Lord was calling him back. Now, the Lord was dealing with him, you know, kind of harshly, so I thought. And the message was, I walked into the locker room. Here's this dude backslidden. And he just, at the time, he had his hands up praising God. Mm-hmm. To me, that was weird because I was like, this dude is, you know. And when I walked in, he looked at me and it was like he saw a ghost. And, um... When he looked at me, he started crying. And the word that the Lord told me to tell him was, if you don't re- if you don't repent and step apart from your lifestyle now, you're not going to live to see your daughter reach the age of one. And his wife was actually pregnant, and she was seven months. Oh, wow. Yeah, so um, he cried, and, and um, he fell into my arms, and we, we embraced, and we're just praying. But there was a condition to that. It was return to me you understand what i'm saying so it wasn't bad it was just the lord saying listen at the end of the tunnel is not what you think the grass is not greener at the other side something bad is waiting for you over there right but i want to save you from that and you know what happened was that time went by and um his daughter when his daughter reached the age of of six months to seven months he passed away oh wow and that to me is scared me and I told God, never again am I going to allow you to use me this way. Not understanding how privileged it is. Right. You know, the privilege you have when God is using you in that manner or in any way. And um, that, that's what caused me to run away from God. I was scared. I mean, it, it's crazy, though, because God speaks to 
people in different ways. You know, some will be through an experience, yeah. through an illness. It could be through something happy. They, they just, God is just speaking to us. And many times we just go like this. Yes. We don't want to hear it. Or we say, no, nah, that can't be God. Yes. Until something happens again, yeah. it doesn't have to be bad. You know, we always say something like, God is not like with a whip just trying to beat you down. Yeah. You know, but something else will happen and you're like, nah, it can't be. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. then you go one more time and then the third time it's like, okay, now you either you got to make, you know, make a decision. What are you yeah. going to do? Are you going to listen to God now? He's calling you. He's tugging at you. Mm -hmm. Or are you ready to just basically suffer the consequences for not yeah. being obedient? And many times we miss that. Many, many times we miss that because we're just knuckleheads by yep. nature. Yep. You know, which is the church is full of knuckleheads by nature. <laughs> you heard it here first on RatFestRadio.com. Oh, RatFestRadio, yeah. Knuckleheads. No, but it's true. It's true. A lot of people just running around, you know, recklessly worshiping and and what... I know it's your interview, but you know what kills nice. me? You know what kills me? People that go to church faithfully mm -hmm. on a Sunday, shirt and tie, yeah. you know, doing their duties, yeah. and they're going to be a teacher, or collect the offering, on mm -hmm. usher, whatever it is, and come all week long. If you see them outside of that scenario, you won't recognize there's no them. way of telling anybody that that person is a Christian. That's the truth. They either cursing the worst foul language you can yeah. ever hear, drinking the hardest liquor ever invented, or just doing a lot of shady stuff behind the mm -hmm. scene. And then on their on their Facebook status or MySpace or Twitter, they're like, "The Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want. Yeah. get out of yeah, here." Yeah. You know. And my question is to the world, I guess, in general, or to mm -hmm. God: like, how long will He tolerate that before He says? You know what the thing the thing is that we wow I come from the old school as far as the preaching goes, you know. So I remember the Hellfire and Brimstone preachings and and you know uh, I remember going to GBG Gabi like Jorge Rocky campaña and yeah. it was like I mean I was in town. Again. Yeah, he was. He's like a thousand years old. <laughs> Praise God, he's he's still my thinking. wife and my mother-in-law were over there. I was like, wow, this dude, this dude preached. He preached to Moses when you, you know, know how many times, <laughs> you know how many times my father dragged me to the altar yes, when that guy was preaching. Yes, but I remember that era, you know, and and but there was a good and a bad thing about that era. The good thing was that you know I wouldn't say fear, but more conviction. Right, it brought a lot of people to the altar, you know. And the uh, the bad side of the flip side of it was that it drove a lot of people away because it was more of a condemning message. Right, you know, so. The problem now is that everything is just an acceptance, uh, a loving message, which is cool because that's what the that's that's what our savior. This our whole salvation is just on love, you know, right. because he loved us, you know. Right. But we we tend to forget the other side that God is a holy God, that God is a, a, a no nonsense, no, you know, doesn't tolerate any recklessness. God, you know, but he does have patience. You right. understand? So I think that's what it is that people take advantage of the grace factor, of the patience, you know. But um, definitely God is calling all of us as a body to to really, like, get it together, you know. Because we all, right. do, we all do our own thing here and there. Yeah, yeah, where, absolutely. Where God looks down upon us and be like, what you doing, you know. But um, thank God for his mercy. Amen. You know? His mercy, his grace. Uh, if anybody knows how to forgive, it's him. Yes. Because we don't. Yeah, for real. We don't forgive. We say it. Say, yeah, yo, I, for, I forgive him. I forgave him. Then you see him like, I ain't going over there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, forgive birds. That's just the you way. You should have had me on Rap Fest a long time ago. Oh, please. <laughs> don't go there. Please. Oh. 
All right, let's go to this music video. No. Uh, yeah, don't don't go there. Don't go there. <laughs> it's like the Hulk. Don't get me angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't write me on anger. Nah, you know what? We've learned in the beginning, my wife and I, you know, and, and even a lot of other people in the Rap Fest staff, we used to get really ag aggravated with a lot of the the approach that people would give us when things weren't going their way. Yeah. Again, it's just like we are with God. Yeah. Lord, grant me the most beautiful wife in the world. Grant me this job. Grant yeah. me this job. You know, I want to work on 43rd Street in a banking industry. I want to work on here and here. Mm -hmm. And we give him all the, we give him the whole layout. Yeah. And then he says... Then at the end we say, but Lord, let your will be done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let your will be done according to what I asked. You according know? to exactly. And then when his will is done, we almost complain and like, yeah. yeah, that's not what I asked That's you not for. what I wanted. You know, man. but that, that's the way we are. That's the way we are. You know what I want to do? I'm going to take a break. We're going to check out this video. It should work. It's J-Flu. Uh, I forgot the name of the video, but just enjoy it. Some good stuff. <laughs> and we'll be right back with more Older Prophet. Refs Radio, Refs Radio.com. Keep it locked. Jesus, Jesus, you know the name. J Flu, you know the name. Jesus, Jesus, you know the name. You know the name. You know, you know the name. Jesus, Jesus, you know the name. J you Flu, you know the name. Jesus, Jesus, you know the name. You know the name. You know, you know the name. Uh, he's real. He's real. He's real. Real. My music electric, I'm ill Superman, the mannequin, I'm steel Either or, I am square equals ill Philly minus the PH, really illy, I'm saying You thinking I'm just speaking, keep thinking I'm playing uh -uh. No games over here Umbrella's up, guy, rain's over here Luke 747 like a plane over here Cause mercy hard money brings change over here Label me insane or even weird But I label you the lame of the year I'ma keep screaming his name in your ear Building up a buzz like four or more beers Bumblebee buzz, no buzz and drugs here Sign my name on the brain J. Flu was here uh. Jesus, Jesus, you know the name J. Flu, you know the name Jesus, Jesus, you know the name, you know the name, you know, you know the name. He's real, he's real, real, uh. he's real, he's, he's real, he's, he's real, uh. Yes, Jesus, Jesus, you know the name. That's Jay Flu from Slingshot Media, Street Pass. A much shout out to them. Uh, check it out. We have a couple of announcements before we continue with the interview. And if you see me turning my head all the time, it's because I have no tech help today. So I'm on my own. I can't even blame anybody. Something goes wrong, it's my fault. All right. But we'll still blame them for not being here. Nah, it's all good. Okay, uh, first announcement we have.
first announcement we have will come up in a second. As soon as I put the audio to it, we'll know what the announcement is. Is that cool? Yes. Let's see. Uh, Yo, I love this whole live thing, man. Yeah, like, that's, a, that's like how Saturday we Night Live. Like you know, you just gotta roll with it. That's it. Know? Just roll with it. Yeah. There's no. There's no. Um, no editing. No. And there's no second chance. You yeah. can throw it right or you don't do it at all. Let me see. Could they hear us still? Yes. Okay. First announcement we have: mm. Rap Fest Presence Volume Three. This CD is gonna drop on December 21st, right on time for Christmas. We've done it every two years. Uh, the first one was a test. You know, we have artists, uh, producers sending beats, artists select beats, they rap over them. They never really meet each other until then and create a good unity. Uh, we've had at least five or six songs from these projects become part of nationally released CDs by people wow. like Sean Slaughter, D Mob, K Drama, Humble Tip. They've all taken their songs to that level, so this is good stuff. It's not just a compilation of leftover beats and rhymes. It's all brand new songs specific for the project. It's not a Christmas CD, although we're giving it away for free during Christmas. Mm. And it's not Rap Fest Presents, it's Rap Fest Presents, because it's Christmas time. So put it all together, mm. read the site, you'll see. But uh, that'll be coming out December 21st. And like I said, we have, a, we have a good lineup. I think I have to add audio to all of these, and I'll get to my next, my next uh, what is it? Hold on. Let me let me let me get this. I'm learning how to do this now. Y'all should be proud of me. Y'all should be proud of me. <laughs> uh, next thing we have is open mic night, October first at Sanctuary Fellowship. Sanctuary Fellowship. That's the church we attend. Uh, usually would be the bread factory, but this time they have an open mic night. It's open mic, but still you have to you know email in advance. Lewis at sanctuaryfellowship.org. Let him know what you're trying to do, plan to do. I don't know what his screening process is. But check it out. Don't just show up and get mad if they don't put you down, you know. It's open mic, but it's still order. Uh, I, scared, I get scared of open mics, yo. You never you never know what somebody's going to say, you know. Yo. They just come up there and like, oh, but you said, yeah, uh-huh. Yo, it's all about <laughs> me. <laughs> uh, October 8th and 9th is the River Conference at Sanctuary Fellowship Church. River it's called River, a worship experience. You know, we're just going to let the Spirit of God just flow. Wow. And it's going to be Friday night from <clears throat> 6 p.m. until, like, whatever time. It's going to be all just worship, cry before God, and Beautiful. a bunch of different worship teams are going to be involved as well. It's not just Sanctuary Fellowship. Then Saturday, we're starting from 10 o'clock in the morning, I believe, uh, out to about 6 p.m., which is going to be different worship workshops of different kinds. My wife and I are going to be teaching a, a workshop on worship and evangelism. Beautiful. There's going to be another one about family in worship. Mm. There's going to be one spontaneous worship, mm. you know, and all, all of that stuff. So you definitely want to check it out. If you want to find out more about Sanctuary Fellowship and what we do, you can visit, visit us on a Sunday morning at 1469 St. Peter's Avenue in the Boogie Down Bronx or check us out online at sanctuaryfellowship.org. We stream live every, every Sunday morning at 11 o'clock. Uh, what else? Another announcement which I have to add audio to because I'm so prepared. Oh, I, I, I'm so good with this stuff. All right, here we go. Uh, oh, yes. The Salem Coffee House. The Salem Coffee House is also on October 9th. And this month is going to be Refuge as well as Simple Faith, who is part of the Our Refuge Ministries. So she's going to be singing, and Refuge is going to be uh, ministering as well. And the comedy of the Bristol's Brothers, of course, Coffee House without the Bristol's Brothers is not a coffee house. So you definitely want to check that out. And I think I have one more announcement here. 
And that's something you could probably even help me with because there's a big event going on this Saturday, which is called God Belongs in My City. Yes. And this is God Belongs in My City, the Bronx. The Bronx. You know, so the Bronx, that's yeah. where it's at. God Belongs in the Bronx. Yes, you know? definitely. And, definitely. And you better look out your window and pray you see God because yes. if you don't see God, you better call on his name. We need him in the Bronx. Yes. We need him in the Bronx. But tell tell us what you know about God Belongs in the City. Um, Listen, man, We I know in and and, and my church personally, our year, this year, this whole 2010, we've been celebrating 50 years of existence. Wow. And, um um it's, there's like a big jubilee going on in our church but what we did was we all we we for the 50 years we put out 50 streets and everyone um that that uh that purchased the bible commemorating the 50 years we gave them a street on a bookmark and what we were doing with that is that we were we were proclaiming the bronze for god and like it, it, it's just so it just so happens that now God belongs in my city. The Bronx is going on. So, you know, I told my pastor and I said, listen, um, I don't know what we're doing, but uh, we got to be a part of this movement and we got to we got to jump on board and go out there and no just doubt. rap, you know, no doubt. I mean, it, it's it's definitely a great event. It's something that we, we definitely need in New York City. Uh, the yeah. Bronx, Brooklyn, Queens, Manhattan, every, yes, everywhere, yes, everywhere should do it. It's just like see you at the pole, you know. It's all a big the movement, all man. the students should be praying. Uh, the youth from our church went yeah. to the last one they did in, the, in New York City, and they went to Grand Central. They were praying to Times yes. Square, and they finished off with a big concert. I know yeah. this year the concert is going to. I don't know where the concert is exactly. I think it's it's gonna be is it, is it at where, Crossway? They nah, did it Crossway last it, year, right? Well, I think the concert is going to be where the Revolution was at. Um. At the park? At the park. I think so. Really? I'm not, sure. I'm not well, too sure. Either way, know. you want to check it out. I believe it's yeah. GodBelongsInTheCity.com. You see how prepared we are. Yeah. Uh, just do a Google search for God yeah. Belongs in the City. You'll see all the information. It's at Cortona Park. Thank you for the people in the chat room with the information. It's at Cortona Park. And I think Double Edge is going to be there. I think yeah. Gage is going to be there. they got That's some other wild. people. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be awesome. You know, if you have youth. Young people, adults, Definitely. everybody you have, just bring them out to yes. God Belongs in the City this Saturday yes. um, on the 20, what's that, the 26th? 25th. 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 Yeah. Thank you to our producers in the studio. <laughs> 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 on the 25th. Um, man, that's what's up. Wow, I made it through the announcements without yeah. cutting us off. Beautiful. I'm man. impressed by myself. You you did your All thing, man. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Bert. Thank you, Bert. Uh, yeah, man, that's how we roll here. Yeah. Hey, what are you doing October 2nd? October second, actually, there's an event called Tongues of Fire. Nice. Where's in, that? In Brooklyn, um, Dahim, Dahim the poet, um, he's hosting it at his church. Gage is gonna be there. Slave, um, a few brothers, um, a few brothers are gonna be there. So I'm gonna be there that day. Actually. Nice. And yeah. what else do you have going on? Um, you like the way I just know your schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, as far as, ah, nothing else for now. That's it. That's pretty much it. Friday, actually, this Friday, the 24th, I'll be, uh, upstate, um, ministering that, uh, with Pastor, uh, Christian de Jesus. He's a youth pastor oh, yeah, of the church yeah, yeah. up there. He's, yeah, so he invited me to, to preach for a youth service they got going on. That's out so there, I'll like, by Fishkill or something, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. About an hour away. So I'll yep. be up there this Friday. And that's about it, you know. And then Saturday we're going to to the youth walk, the God Belongs in My City walk, and just holding it down, man. Nice. You know? Yeah, you know, there's I, I asked because 
people don't know, like, I'm sure right now there's people watching. We have, you know, 30-plus viewers live, and it's going to be on a podcast. And people are like, oh, the prophet, who is he? Mm. You know, where does he fit into this whole I'm thing? a nobody. Okay. I, you're not impressed. <laughs> don't be impressed. But where, does, where, does, where do you see oh, the prophet fitting into this whole gospel, hip-hop, globe, circle, whatever it is? Wow, man. Um, you know, whenever whenever I get invited somewhere and I'm put on a bill, I, to the, even even still, you know, even though I'm not out there, I don't have a CD out, but I've been I've been rapping since I was like about 14. That I've been doing raps for the Lord, but um, I'm always I'm always overwhelmed by it that brothers like uh like a slave, a Malachi, a Dahim. Minister Marcus with the higher calling last year he put me on and it was a blessing man and um the where what do I see myself I I see myself right now as just getting my feet wet really you know and um but I'm anxious I'm anxious to to share with everybody what God has given me right um a lot of my music is not is not something that you would throw your hands up to a lot or you would jump up and down a lot I like to tell a lot of stories. I like to to have people think, and I write I write a lot of a lot of personal <clears throat> songs, a lot of songs that deal with with uh, personal growth and experiences, um, tragedies that I've been through with my friends and family. And share share know. some lyrics from one of those songs for us. <clears throat> wow, you put me on the spot, B. Rapfest Radio Live. <laughs> no edit. Your song didn't work in the beginning. Oh, man. We could be joking saying that you rap and you don't. Yeah, yeah. Knows, so. <laughs> At least show them you know how the rhyming words work. All right, cool. Um, wow. Let me see which one. Want me to stall? No, 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 no. It's cool. It's cool. This so you can see it's all, it's all you know. Uh, this is a song that, that one of my... One of my personal favorites, but it was it was a very difficult song for me to do because it dealt with with my life and and um it dealt with God dealing with me, you know. And uh, I'll just spit it. I'll spit the the first verse. It goes. 1976, the year I was conceived. I was born nine months later. It was June 15th. You know, my mom's had a dream, but herself was a teen. She was struggling with pregnancy at the age of 14. Pops was never there. That left my mom's acting up. That's why my life, I grew up so screwed up. But some people don't know about the pain that I felt. The pain was so real, it made me want to taste the steel and blow my brains out. <laughs> I thought of this before, but then the Lord, he intervened like he did with Charles. Check my life was full of rage like I was Michael Cause I was born in sin and couldn't win That's why I was always living trifle But then got educated with the Bible Now I'm here bringing the gospel like I was one of the 12 disciples Peoples are speaking like he got no right to Not realizing that my God has got a scope to them like a rifle So before you try to criticize Remove the plank out your eye before he try to clear mine I know the word of God is cutting you deep Take heed when I speak This message for the stronger the meek Pay attention to the words that I preach the words that I teach his words of wisdom for the church in the streets. Hmm. So that song is, is is personal to me because in that song, actually that last the last few bars, it was added from another song that I got. But um that to me that song is real personal and um even still now to this day I struggle doing that ministering that song because not struggle like I don't want to do it, but it's more of a struggle like oh God then what are they gonna say about me and see me then? But Right away, God clears everything and says, remember, this is not about you. 
This right. is about me glorifying myself in you and trying to help somebody out. And the reason why that song is so personal because I talk about things like sexual abuse and 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 going through that at a young age and you know something that that's really within the church is frowned upon because you know these are issues that are real. Right. But a lot of people don't like to talk about them. Right. You know, and um, we have young young ladies and young men going through things and growing up with all this hatred and all this anger in their heart. And we're trying to say, well, the enemy's just attacking them. No, there are internal issues that are there that haven't been dealt with. You know, let's dig deep. Let's find out why this person is like that. So how do, how do we deal with that? Let's say right now we have people watching that are that are dealing with anger issues, that they've been maybe molested as a child. And, you know, it's like we talked about earlier, hard to forgive. <clears throat> Definitely. You know, so how do, how do we deal with that? What do we tell that person who's struggling right now that might be thinking, you know what, nobody loves me anymore. I can't do this anymore. Where do I go? You know, you see, what, with me, what, what it did with me was that... Um, you know, being a uh, being a, a little boy, a young man, it was uh, extra hard because this is something that, quote unquote, is not supposed to happen to a boy. Or you know, or if you tell anyone, people are gonna look at you funny. Right. You understand what I'm saying? It's like the it's like the girl is guilty because supposedly she asked for it, whatever. Right, right, but right. the boy is guilty because he's funny. If you know what I mean. Right. You know, like they label him a homosexual, whatever the case is. So with me, what happened was that I grew up with you know trying to convince myself that I wasn't. Right. You know, that I wasn't a homosexual. So there were identity issues, you know, because here I am trying to get with as many shorties as possible, you know, to kind of like bang on my chest and say, yeah, I'm a man. I'm a man. When in reality, that was just causing more deeper wounds, you know. Right. So, I mean, honestly, by the grace of God, um, I was able, you know, to, to just come out of all of that, you know. But anyone going through that, really, I just... <clears throat> Another thing that gets me upset is the fact that a lot of times we as Christians, we feel that you don't have to seek help. You know, you don't have to seek counseling, you know, and that's why we have people dealing with identity crisis, homosexuality, um, people um, dealing with pornographic addictions. and all. There is help out there. There right, are right. Christian counselors. There are <clears throat> Christian psychiatrists that can that can help you, you know, on, on a medical term and also spiritually. You know, so my advice to any parent that has a kid, you know, just parents, talk to your children. Absolutely. That's what it comes down to. <clears throat> Excuse me. Talk to your children. You know, I have a son. My son is 14. And I talk to him. You know, I ask him questions and, and, and I give him the freedom to be able to express himself for me because it's important. We have to talk to our kids, man, because we don't know what our kids go through in school or go through when they go to someone's home or whatever the case is. But, you know, talk. That's right. it. Talk to our Talk to your children. Yeah, I mean, it, it's so important because, you know, and don't get me wrong. You know, we can pray and we believe in the power of prayer. Yes, yes. And in your quiet prayer closet, in your in your prayer time, there can be answers to those prayers. Miracles can happen, healing, physical, mental, whatever it is. It can happen. But there has to be a connection between the parents. Yes. You know, long, you know when, I, when I first rapped at, at church, it was so funny because we're talking back when, you know, 
you couldn't even wear jeans to church. Yeah, man. You know, if you didn't have on shoes, you couldn't play your instrument if you were a musician. Yeah. If you didn't have a tie, you ain't playing. Yeah. Or you miss Sunday morning, Sunday school, you can't play for like a month. Sometimes you, know? you couldn't have a goatee either. It was just well, they had to deal with me. I, I had this since I was in seventh grade. So you want you want me on a Jesus team? Yeah. It is what it is. Even though I did get shouted out once at a big yeah. church in the, in Manhattan for that, wow. but you know that's what it is. But there was a, a, a song that I wrote. Here's a, a, a song about a girl named Millicent. Mm. Her name was changed to protect the innocent. Mm. She fell in love with a false churchgoer who only went to church so he can get to know her. But her mom didn't know because she was too involved in the women's fellowship getting problems solved, collecting donations and creating activities instead of going home and teaching Millicent Nativity, the birth of Christ, creation, and more. But she didn't do that until Millicent left the Lord. Wow. You know, and and what what came to mind when I was writing that was exactly that same scenario where parents sometimes are so Christian, yes, and their houses are falling apart, their homes are falling apart because you know as long as I'm looking good on Sunday morning in church, you know we all smiling in church, and when they get home, it's like go to your room, da da da, it's it's just yeah. like chaos because there's not it's not a true thing, it's all just a face. You know, but um, parents definitely, you, you got to speak to your kids. Yeah. You got to speak to your kids. You know, yeah. I praise God for my family. And, you know, we're not perfect. Nowhere near perfect. Not at all. What do you mean? No. We're, we're, nowhere, <laughs> we're nowhere near perfect. But, um, you know, I, I, I praise God. My my son sings on the worship team at the church. And my, Oh, you mean you're not perfect. I thought you meant yeah. in general. My no, bad. It's like, no. like, tell us, what do you know about birth? Yeah. <laughs> you already know you're not perfect. You yeah. <laughs> But, you know, like my son plays on the worship team. He plays the drums. My other one sings and my daughter teaches and stuff, you know. Amen. And we, we've always tried. Do we have issues? Yeah, we got yes. issues. We got problems and all of that stuff. And we'll pray, but we'll also talk. Yes. You know, and that's important. That's important. I didn't really think this interview was going to go that route. But, hey, it's, you know, somebody out there needed to hear this today. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's, it's definitely something that we need to do. And, you know, our responsibility as ministers mm -hmm. of the gospel is not just to throw some slamming beats and you know and and hit hard but to well hit hearts you know you know what's crazy and and you know um not to talk not that i you know but with me is you, to answer your question again i guess you say where do i see myself in this whole hip -hop, gospel hip-hop movement and um slave put it best he said we don't need no drinks yeah no nah, no nah. <laughs> <laughs> he just told me straight up he gave me he showed up to my job one day and I was feeling a little down and 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 asking myself the same questions. Where do I fit in this whole grand scheme of things when it comes to gospel hip hop? And he just came, man. It was like God sent, and he just basically told me, he said, "Oh, straight up, you know, you you do what you do, you know, stick to your script, stick to what God has for you." And I just saw it, and I I took it and received it, and. And the minister to me because I said, okay, we have a lot of ministers that do certain songs to get you hyped, to get you, you know, and that's good. That's okay. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I just realized that God has me doing a certain type of music, a different type of song, a more, not saying that that song that, that other ministers are doing is not ministering or is not deep, right. but just certain, certain areas. You know, I realized that God, I'm one of the ones because there are others, 
But I'm one of the ones that God has said, okay, I want you to touch on this topic. Real you issues. Know? Yeah, exactly. Real issues. So, I mean, and, and it's important. I remember, mm-hmm. you know, when we started rapping, we used to go to churches. They were like, oh, yeah, I know you guys. You're, the, you're that, that, that worship rap group. Because mm-hmm. all of our songs were about worship. Yeah. But you know what? That's where we were. That's where you were. That's yeah. where we were. We were all about worship. You know, mm-hmm. wake up, you all this time to serve the Lord. Or God is the man. Yes. Or, you know, or you can run, but you can't hide. He'll always, mm-hmm. He's always by your side. You know, that kind of stuff. That intimacy to bring you close to God. That's where we were. Did we even know we were there? Maybe not. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. but eventually that's all the songs ended up there. Yeah. You know, and that's that's where we were. And then afterwards, I just find it so hard to write a song. Yeah. You know, yeah. I can't I for the life of me, I can't sit down and write a song. I just yeah. can't. Because <laughs> it's hard for me to put what's on my mind on paper yeah. to bring it out as a song because you know, I'm the kind of I, I like the spontaneous. I want to talk about what's happening right this moment wow, that's yeah. gonna affect you. I saw that. I saw that firsthand at the revolution. That was that was crazy, man. It's, but <laughs> you know, and I, I praise God. I, I mean, sometimes I, I said, Lord, you crazy, yeah. you know, because I I just try to be obedient. I don't know mm-hmm. what I'm gonna say, and sometimes people say, Yo, could you rap? I'm like, Oh God, yeah. <laughs> I want to say what you want me to say, and I know it's gonna yeah. hurt them, but let's go. Yeah, you know, let's yeah. do it. But you know. Not that I can't write a song. I'm actually, mm-hmm. I have to, actually. Yeah. Somebody actually giving me music to do a whole album. I'm okay. so praying about that, too. Uh, but, you know, we we need to touch on certain issues. We need to we, we need to be so relevant. You know, I was talking to a minister of the gospel today, mm-hmm. and he was talking about how to promote his music, how to get, not to get to the next level, but just an awareness of his ministry. Not for, not to get up on the charts or nothing. They mm-hmm. don't even have a real... You know, a full-blown project ready. They're working on stuff. It was just, you know, where do we go next? Yes. You know, and the difference is, I probably got a project that came out about two years ago. It's not that it's stale, but it's two years old. You know, for the gospel, we need more current stuff because the, yeah, the, the mainstream market is pulling out like 15,000 CDs a year. We're pulling out maybe 20 if we're lucky, mm-hmm. you know. But a person in the secular, like a Jay-Z, could tour on New York State of Mind for three years. Yeah. And still not hit all of his target, mm-hmm. but everybody will still want to book him. Yeah. But let's say you get Richie Righteous, who you represent. How many more years could the people want? Yeah. How many more years do the people want to hear it? Yeah. You know, like yeah. you seen it the first time, you know, that was dope. Yeah, a couple yeah, months yeah. later, that was dope. Mm-hmm. Or, the, or even the cross movement. After a while, yeah. like you know, I am that I am was my jam. That I loved it. Still my joint. But, but even then, like yeah. as, as a fan, you mm-hmm. appreciate it. But you, I'm just talking like movements, like the different groups. How many people want to hear the same stuff over yeah, and over? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. we're so small, mm-hmm. you know. So we need to be fresh. And it's, yeah. it's just, you know, that's my mind. Welcome mm-hmm. to my mind. Yeah, yeah. This is what I go through <laughs> when the lights are out. All over. Ah, help, you know. But um, it's so there's so yeah, much stuff. Just- so what's on your heart now, ministry-wise, as far as your music is concerned? <clears throat> we, we know the kind of topics that you like to hit, but what's, if I had to tell you, what's your goal with your music? Um, wow, man. My goal, honestly, my goal is I have, I have like this dream, man, where I just, want, I just want the pimps, the prostitutes, the homosexuals, the... The even even the pedophiles, the, the drug dealers, drug pushers, gang members, you know, dudes that are doing twenty five to life. I want them to have that CD in their hand, even if even I don't know. Even if people have to bootleg it, but please don't, you know, when it come out, don't. But nah, just just because that's ChristianBootleggers.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the that's the crowd that the 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 type of people I feel that God has placed me 
here to hit not just me but all of us you see we I, we can chop it up all day we believe the same thing you know but can we do it to someone a non-believer you know can we sit down with them and 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 the bible talking about the bible is good yes beautiful that's what we're supposed to do and and, and shine the light on christ but can we talk about real issues and real events and real real things that are going on and and um not be super spiritual about it you know just be real with it you know provide give them advice and provide a way out of course leading towards christ but can we keep it real as they say right so that's what i want to do just let dudes know that you know what you pushing drugs or or you 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 know you out there selling your body whatever the case is there is hope for you right. there is hope you can find help there is hope for you through christ you know, and also point them in other directions and other avenues, man. So to me, that's where my heart is right now. So that's the message you're trying to bring forth through your music. Yeah, to me, if 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 I never get invited to a church, I'm comfortable with that. You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. Just just when you're having an event outside, you know, bring me through. You don't even have to be like, yo, how much honorarium, you know, whatever. Just listen. I just need to speak give to your someone. Phone, give your phone number. They're calling you now. You said no honorarium. <laughs> ding 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 ding. Yeah, listen, 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 listen. The busiest no, man no, gospel hip hop in my house right now. It's, it's, profit, it's not yo. to big myself up. Not at all. Listen, it's not to big myself up or nothing like that. But I'm just saying, like, I have something that was given to me for free. You know, I don't have to come into a building to give it away. <clears throat> I'll give it away at the train station. I'll give it away at the corner. So that, I'm just saying that's just me where my heart is. You know, I feel right. it's important to hit the streets. Well, you know, um, one of the things we mentioned earlier was about people that they put on the front. Yeah. They, they play that 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 role of everything's okay. Yeah, yeah. But within the church, there's a lot of people just like you described. Yes. But you yes. can't tell. You can't tell. They're, they're, yeah. si they're sitting amongst us. There's the... You know, dealing with homosexuality, yes. porn addiction, yes. alcoholism, yes. drug addiction, uh, probably on parole and just happen to be out, yes. you know, yes. and they're going through all of that. But many times we we assume that because they're within the four walls of this thing mm -hmm. we call the church, yeah. that they're okay and they're not. You know what? I'm glad you said that because um, when the album does drop, don't ask me when because I don't know. But when it drops, that's the title of the album. The, al the title of the album is Words of Wisdom, and then in parentheses, for the church and the streets. So, mm -hmm. you know, what the Lord has given me are just, you know, things that are going to minister to both. To people inside the building or inside the body of Christ and outside. Right. People who haven't came in yet. And you're right, man. There are, a lot of, there are a lot of people within the body that are struggling with a lot of things, you know. Right. And even, even leadership. Yes. You know, yes. It, it's... We have to be. We don't walk, you know, on a cloud. We no, we're not. No. We don't have any Magic angel carpet. wings and none of that <laughs> stuff. We're regular people. Yeah. And I think part of the, I don't want to say road to recovery. We're not like in a rehab mm -hmm. thing here, but part of the ways of, of overcoming whatever it is we're going through in life is to acknowledge the fact yes. that we're not perfect. Yes. It seems so so remedial, right? Like. Christianity 101, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. come to me and I will make you fishers of men. Yeah. Come to me all that are thirst and I will give you, yeah. and you know, come as you are yeah. and I'll make you, yeah. you know, all of that stuff. It sounds so basic for God to love the world, but that's one of the the biggest things in the world, yes, you know, absolutely. that he gave his only son to die for us, regardless of how we are, regardless mm -hmm. of the condition we're in. Yet a lot of people take that one verse and that one experience and they're like, oh, I accepted Christ. Okay, I'm good now. That's it. And they just yeah. sit back and they go back to, the, you know, 
their their alcohol, their smoke and their stuff, you know, and mm -hmm. harming the body has been called the temple of yes. Christ. I mean, we could get all theological yes. into yes. it. There's no need to, but we have to realize that there are pastors, mm -hmm. there's um, deacons, ushers, evangelists, preachers, so, teachers that are all having issues. That's you right. know, and we have to we have to you know pay attention to that. One yes. thing that I love, Pastor George from Sanctuary, he said that blew me away when I first you know started attending the church. This was uh, almost two years ago. Mm -hmm. He said, "Keep checking me. I'm like one step away from messing up back." Wow. You know, and this yeah. is the pastor. Yes. But it just, I mean, I'm paraphrasing. I'm just yeah, going to say it a yeah. different way. But it makes so much sense because he's a, natu a, a normal person. And you know what? It's, a, it's, it, it's crazy because you, especially our young people, our young people and a lot, a lot of even adults, they have um, like this, this vision of what a, a pastor or, or evangelist should be like or should be. And at times we forget that that person is a human being, you know, so... When you run into a minister that's transparent like that, that says, listen, this is, you know, I'm, I struggle with certain things. I'm weak, so I'm trying my best. Trust right, me. Right, Not right. that I'm living in it or, 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 or like really wanting to do those things, but I wrestle with that, man. I fight against right. those demons, you know? Right. And then you have both extremes, right? You have the pastor that, that's struggling with stuff yeah. and, and will actually tell you that they're struggling with stuff. Yeah. And then you have the other pastor that... <laughs> It's just like straight up messed up. Yeah, yeah. And you yeah. could tell you're like, yeah. You the pastor? <laughs> you the pastor? I right, like you know. I mean, let's be real. There's some there's some Christians that we all know that will say certain things, and you go home and you you probably tell your wife or somebody's like, did you hear what they said? Yeah, definitely. I wonder how they're doing with God right definitely, now. You know. Definitely. Uh, let's see. I have a question coming. This is coming in from the chat room. There's someone in the chat room saying there aren't a lot of uh, real resources for kids to talk about homosexual abuse. Most churches don't know what to do with the issue. So where can a young man turn to that wants to leave that life behind? Wow. Wow. That's a good, good question. Um, see, this this opened up. Uh, uh, no, hey, you know, th again, because this is what this is for. We're yeah. not here to talk about music. Yeah, that's, yeah, no, that's just definitely. part of the program. Um, I, to be honest with you, I personally don't know any any particular ministries that that deal with this, but I know that that there are a lot of ministries out there. I know there are. I can't. The reason why I say I don't know a particular ministries is off the top of my head, I can't think of names. Um, I, I I really can't think of a movement or a church that says we're going to target and helping these these people out. Um, I mean, I'll keep it as real as real as I can possibly keep it, man. I mean, if 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 this person, whoever you know, asked this question, if if you're a person who's struggling with this or you know someone is struggling with this. Listen, for real, man, you can find me on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Omar actually, Lilly. I don't have your, your contact info here, so yeah. you might want to just say it slowly. Yeah, you can find me on, on Facebook uh, slash Omar Lilly or slash O the Prophet. I don't know exactly how the URL is, but, um, yeah, just, just send me a message and, and we can talk because I definitely know, you know, what the struggle is when it comes to that, you know, and, and dealing with identity and, and, and all of that what it, you know all of the mess that goes on so if you have any questions man and and i'll make it my business to find you know ministries within you you know uh, the five boroughs where i could point you in the right direction right Exodus International. We're being told that there's a ministry called Exodus International. I don't know the ministry at, at all, so mm -hmm. you could uh, you could check them out and 
use your discretion to see if it's a you know however it is i just don't know it so i'm not endorsing it i'm not yeah. knocking it either so just uh someone in the chat room's typing that so if they're in the chat room and the other person's in the chat room as well you guys might want to private message each other and yeah. share information but do your research and uh, one thing that i say is you really need to get connected to a church. Yes, absolutely. And I'm not saying to say that you attend a church and you go there once a week on a Sunday or, you know, I had a brother the other day tell, I, I was, I hadn't seen him in a while. I was like, yo, how you been? Good. Oh, you still at this church? He said, well, not really. I'm going to this church now. Yeah, you know, yeah, so he yeah. gives me the other name. I said, oh, word, that's dope. I happen to have my other friend online yeah. who goes to that second church. I was yeah. like, yo, this dude's going to your church. That's dope. He said, no, I haven't seen him in like six months. You know, <laughs> you need to be connected. Yes. Being connected doesn't mean be you consistent. show up once. Be Consistency. Consistent. Yeah. And I'm not saying fanatically saying you got to be there 24 hours no. a day. every sur- no. As a matter of fact, Pastor George, and again, I keep talking about it because I'm just excited about my church. Yeah. Uh, but he always says, I don't want you guys in church every day of the week. Yeah, I refuse. Man. You know, we go to church twice a week and it's a lot yeah you know yeah. but you got to stay connected to a church surround yourself with a body of believers that Absolutely. truly believes a body of, of of believers that study scripture yes. that preach holiness and purity yes. to the fullest yes. Yes. that will accept you as you are and love you as you are with the expectation of bringing enough jesus into you mm-hmm. to allow you to change according to his perfect will that's what we want you to be yeah. To his I, perfect will, because many times we want to change it, brother. As soon as they walk in the door, hey, how you doing? That's gonna yeah, take the hat off, yeah, brother. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. No, it's not like yeah. that. And I think that's that's the problem that a lot of the young people are facing now. That um, they, you know, you have the youth who have been in the Lord for a while, you know, struggling going through their own set of of, of things. But you know what's going on is that a lot of the young people from the streets are coming into the church now because. A lot of them are, are looking for that change, genuinely, you know, and what happens is that they come in and a lot of us, what we do is finger point and, right. um, and, and criticize and that causes them to leave, you know, and it's to me, it's heartbreaking because you have a lot of young ladies who have been sexually abused and a lot of young men as well and, and they're coming to find that help and unfortunately, I feel, this is just my personal opinion, anyone can correct me if I'm wrong or whatever the case is, I don't know how your church works or whatever the case is, I'm not speaking on just my church, but I just feel as a body, the church is lacking when it comes to, to... to helping people, you know, deal with these particular issues. Well, I think I think what happens is, you know, a lot of times it depends on the church as well, right? Because yeah. there are a lot of younger pastors now who have yeah. dealt with certain issues yes. that were not necessarily Taboo. as prevalent. <laughs> yeah, twenty years ago. Yeah. You know, twenty years ago. Well, okay, let's say the marijuana was a big thing twenty yeah, years ago, yeah. and then. 15 years ago, it, it escalated to be crack cocaine. Yeah, yeah. And then maybe 10 years ago now is mask and, and uh, what's the other, whatever thing, they, ecstasy and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, so every, every it changes. Every but generation. Goes every generation changes. Yeah. So, you know, you have the pastors who are, you know, 70 years old talking about, when well, we used to throw rocks from the roof and break <laughs> windows. You know, that's all dope, you yeah, know, for them. For them but our kids don't even go outside to play anymore. Nah. You know, or when we used to, you know, sit up watching WHT, which they don't even have anymore. It's like cable now. You know, it's things change. Yeah. And when situations change, people change with it. And we have to address things differently. However, there's one thing that's always consistent, and that's God. Absolutely, you know, because yes. that's yes. who we should run to yes. for our our complaints, yes, and answers, yes. You know, uh, the the main resource you can have is in Christ and Christ alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Let me see. I'll, let me just read this first before I say it out loud. Uh, all right. There's somebody. Somebody else in the chat. I mean, this again. I don't know why this night is going this way, and I just praise God that we're, we're always. You know, we love to have fun. We joke around, we play music and nice titles and all that stuff. But being sensitive to what God has is most important Amen. for us. Yes. Uh, someone is saying they're Christian, but their family is not. They used to go.